Welcome back. This week, we are going to talk about a, a topic that is a very common concern, a very common issue that we deal with um, in working with patients and um, working with couples and families, um, the issue of boundaries. Um, right. That- yeah, we talked a little about, yeah, we talked a little bit about boundaries last week, you know, we sort of touched on it. And we thought it'd be a good idea sort of to, to broaden the topic a little bit and talk about uh, boundaries in general, because there still seems to be some confusion about exactly what boundaries are. Absolutely. And, and it, you know, boundaries, the, the, the term boundaries, the, the concept of boundaries um, is very popular, very common in like um, popular press types of self-help books and things like that. Um, but we're going to talk about it today, um, hopefully in a way that helps people understand um, what boundaries are, but also how to, how to really think about it to overcome some of the common challenges that people experience when it comes to boundaries. Right. And boundaries is one of those issues in the field of psychology or self-help that if you Google it or you go looking for it, I mean, you're going to find thousands uh, and there's advertisements and programs and tests and books and articles, thousands of them, just page after page of information, which is good in a way, but it also adds to the confusion because you get so many different perspectives. The problem seems to be that we get so much uh, we get so much advice from professionals and friends and colleagues about exactly what boundaries are um, that it, it starts to become un- unclear. Just what ex- what exactly do you mean by boundaries? Because you talk to you talk to one person or you read one professional and say this is what boundaries are and this is what you should do. So there's a lot of confusion out there. So we want to sort through some of that and talk about and see if we can clarify some of these, some of the confusion, clear up some of the confusion about boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. Because I I think that most people think at least that they know what boundaries are. Um, You know, people, people say very, very directly, very clearly, you know, um, I set this boundary or, um, you know, I think what we most commonly hear people say is, is talking about their boundaries being violated, their boundaries Mm -hmm. being crossed. Um, And, and, you know, again, I think it's important that we talk a little bit about, you know, how to build and, and, you know, maintain your boundaries. But again, that perspective of, you know, whose responsibility is it mm-hmm. to, to maintain your boundaries? That's right. Um, yeah. And so we'll spend some time talking about that. Right. So the issue is you have to set, but also maintain. Right. And then that's, that's a thoughtful, mindful process is, First of all, you have to decide what are your boundaries, and we're talking about all, all of our boundaries, physical, sexual, um, emotional. So you have to set your boundaries, but you have to maintain your boundaries. And um, what the reason we have boundaries is because if you don't have clear boundaries, you're going to have relationships where things like resentment, and disappointment and anger build and they get to some explosion, some point of ignition um, because people are violating your boundaries. But the problem is you haven't set clear boundaries. Right. And so so you get these other emotions that ruin your relationship. And the problem is not the, the problem is not the other person. The problem is you haven't set clear boundaries for other people to know where they are and to respect those boundaries. Right. So, so when we think about what boundaries are, um, 
there's a there's a researcher out of Texas, um, Dr. Brene Brown, um, mm-hmm. and she's she has really gained a lot of um, popularity because of her podcast and um, or podcasts. She has two podcasts um, and some of her books and things like that. But the way that she defines boundaries is pretty straightforward and simple. Boundaries are um, what we say are OK and what we say is not OK. OK. Um, mm-hmm. So boundaries are just our, our differentiation between what's okay and what's not okay. And, and we can, we set those boundaries in lots of different areas of our life, whether it's, right. you know, personal space. Some people are okay with hugging. Other people are not okay with hugging. Um, you know, our, our emotions, our thoughts, the, our expressions of things, um, our, our belongings, um, all of these things, um, you know, are, are places where we set boundaries. Right. Um, yeah. Again, what is okay and what is not okay. Right. And I think you have to, and people need to be very thoughtful of each of these things. When you right. talk about personal space, what is your personal space? How do you protect it? What do you do about your possessions? Do you lend things out? Do you borrow things mm-hmm. from other people? I tell them, I, I don't like to borrow things from people. It, it just, I just don't like doing it. And that's one of my boundaries. So I have to set that boundary. Um, time and energy boundaries. Right. You know, um, how, how, how far do I go? What are my limits? Um, when do I say no? You know, if I have a busy weekend, it's a, it's a holiday weekend, um, uh, Labor Day. Mm-hmm. And um, so you say, oh, I have Monday off. So, but maybe you want to conserve your energy. Right. So where are those boundaries? And of course, you have cultural boundaries, um, things you can't do, the religious boundaries, your ethical boundaries. You know, we, we have professional ethics. So that sets up some some uh, boundaries for us. So there, you, you have to you have to think about each of these areas and where are your boundaries in each one of these things, so that you can um, protect. I don't like the word protect. You're not protecting yourself. You're just making it clear to the rest of the world where your boundaries are. It's not for protection, right? No, it, it's not for protection. In, in fact, it's more related to our identity. It, it helps provide exactly. a, a, a sense of who we are because, um, you know, if, if we know somebody that has, you know, really um, well-formed boundaries, we can say, you know, that's, he's the type of person that, or mm-hmm. he's a person who, um, and so we, we sort of, it becomes part of who that person's, uh, who, who that person right. is and how we see that person. Um, right. But, it, but it also helps, you know, protect us from the perspective of stress, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, like you were saying, you're not necessarily one who um, will borrow things. Well, you know, it can be a really stressful thing, depending on the person's uh, personality and temperament and everything. It can be really stressful if you borrow something from someone and then you're constantly thinking about, I got to make sure I remember to get that back. I got to make sure that that's not, you know, it's not stolen or it's not damaged. Um, and so, you know, it, that can, contribute to a lot of stress if you're the type of person who doesn't like that my computer decided to make a sound thank you very much um so um so it's it's really um a, a really interesting and important way in which we you know identify who we are right yeah so so we say okay what what why do we have boundaries what do they give us one is personal identity and and don't you know you sometimes you appreciate when you say, no, this guy, if he says he's going to be there at eight o'clock, you better be ready because he's going to be there at eight o'clock. And if you're not ready, he's going to go without you. Right. It's comforting in a way to know that 
you know, you, you say, okay, I know who he is. So boundaries give you a personal identity. They also, as you say, limit your exposure to stress. Um, and then the third thing is it gives you agency. It gives right. you autonomy. You know, this is, you're saying to the world, this is who I am. Right. And, and it's a very, and people get accustomed to the idea that this is who you are. And you do that by setting boundaries. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when we're, when we're thinking about how we're going to set boundaries, um, like with so many other things in our lives, you know, it, it's important to think about a, a Goldilocks approach. Because right. if you set your boundaries too strict, too, too, um, too high of boundaries, too, too many boundaries, then you start closing yourself off from the rest right. of the I mean, if you think mm-hmm. about boundaries as, as, as walls that sort That's of right. separate what's okay and from what's not okay, the more boundaries you have um, and the more rigid those boundaries are, the more enclosed your life becomes. That's right. Yeah. If they're too rigid, then, then if they're too rigid, you're more likely to keep everybody at a distance. If you think of boundaries as walls, as barriers, as fences, you're more likely to keep people out, which is, which may not be what you really want to do. Right. Right. Absolutely. And so, cause, because when you do that, it can make you feel detached from other people, including your partner. Um, and it limits your close relationships and um, tend to avoid relationships because you, you know, that concern that your boundaries are going to be um, challenged or, or, right. or um, problematic. So, right. um, so it really creates a lot of limitations for you. Right. And we all know people who, who say, you know, I, I made these very strict boundaries, you know, nobody gets it. Yeah, you're right. Nobody gets too close. And that creates another set of problems because you, you, uh, you have few people who have boundaries that are too rigid. Have, uh, they don't have close relationships. They don't have intimate relationships. In fact, they avoid relationships because they don't want anybody getting in. So you don't, wanna, you don't want your boundaries to be too rigid. Right. But the, there's also problems if they're loose, of course, because then you become too involved with other people's problems and you have really difficult times to know if, if somebody's asking you for something or, or wanting you to do something. You, you may maybe tend to take over other people's problems and kind of assume them as your own. And, mm-hmm. and now you're adding to your stress and you're adding to your you know, to do list. Um, right. when you probably don't have the time or the energy or the, the availability to do it, but you're taking it on anyways. Right. Yeah. When your boundaries are too loose and many of us suffer from boundaries that are a little too loose because you do things for fear that people won't like you or the people will reject you. So you do things that you really don't want to do just for fear of rejection. Well, that means your boundaries are a little bit too loose. You have to, you have to, you have to strengthen them in certain areas because otherwise you're going to do things you don't want to do. And then you're, you're going to end up resenting the person and you're going to feel like you're being imposed upon. Well, it's not the other person who's imposing on you. It's because you haven't set a clear boundary in this area. Absolutely. And so this is the, this is the way in which um, boundaries relate to uh, esteem, like your self-esteem and your, your self-confidence, because if you, um, and you mentioned a minute ago about, you know, personal agency, if you don't have good agency, if you don't have good self-confidence, it's really difficult for you to set and identify and maintain boundaries because 
you know, you, you feel like you, maybe you're not worthy or that you, again, like you said, that other people may reject you or not um, want to talk to you or spend time with you because you're bound because of your boundary or something. And so they become, they really loosen up when we mm-hmm. maybe don't have the kind of confidence that we should have for, for ourselves. That's right. Right. And, um, you know, many of us are guilty of that. You know, we, we say, well, I really don't want to do it, but, you know, I kind of have to. Um, no, you don't have to. And you're, you're allowed to set boundaries. Okay. Um, what about healthy boundaries? Yeah. Healthy boundaries are, are, are really good. And, and I think that it's, um, it's really interesting because we tend to think of some people as being, you know, oh, that person should have really good boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, many times those of us in the helping professions, we struggle with having healthy boundaries because we, we work to help people so much that if we're not careful, we start to overhelp, um, help too much. And again, those boundaries kind of loosen a little bit. And so, you know, we have to be really careful about that. But, you know, with, with healthy boundaries, we, you know, you tend to, you know, sort of know how much information about yourself you should share, what, what, how much help you should provide to other people. Um, you know, you understand yourself well enough to know mm-hmm. I, I can do this or I shouldn't do that. Um, so you, you have that healthy balance between, um, you know, how much you're sharing and how much you're holding. Right, right. And the other thing about healthy boundaries is that they that you under that you understand your personal needs and your personal wants and you know how to communicate them to other people okay that that's what healthy boundaries means that you understand yourself it's not it's not fighting against other people it's that you understand who you are right. and what your limits are right yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and and it's it's really a a valuing of yourself you know um, it, it's a, um, I'm, I'm important enough to be able to say no to this. Because right. My time is just as important as anybody else's time or my, uh, my privacy, my information is, is just as important as anybody else's information. And so I don't need to expose all of that, um, just to get somebody to, um, engage with me or to be interested in me. Right. You know, one of the, it just struck me as we were preparing this that you will frequently hear older individuals say, I've put up with this stuff all my life. I'm done. <clears throat> I don't have to do that anymore. Right. You don't ever have to do that. Right. You know, I hear people say all the time, I'm not going to any more dinners, or dances or right. a family get, but it doesn't matter what it is. I'm not going to any more of those. I've done it all my life. And I hated it while I did it, and I'm never doing it again. Right. But you know, you can be 20 or 25 and say that. I mean, it's really okay. You know, if if there's something you really don't, if you really don't like sporting events, then don't go to sporting events. Right. You, you don't have to wait until you're retired. You don't have to wait until you're 70 to look back and say, "I'm not doing that." You're you're allowed to do that at 25. Absolutely. And so those are some of the things that healthy uh, healthy boundaries really provide for us and that, you know, it establishes what behavior that we'll accept from other people. Right. But also what behaviors other people can expect from us. Exactly. And so there's not that confusion, that ambiguity um, Mm -hmm. is just not there because the boundaries help delineate that. Right. Because if people know, if your friends know that you don't 
like to go on nature walks, they'll eventually stop asking you, which is better for everybody. They know that you don't want to go and you're not imposed upon and you're not made to feel guilty. They're, they're not rejecting you. They just don't invite you on nature walks. Okay. Uh, they don't invite you to baseball games. You know, you hate baseball. Bernie, would you like to go to a baseball game? Thank you for asking. No, you hate baseball. Thank you for asking, but I would think but, but it's too slow. You know, you 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 like soccer, you like foot, you like soccer because it's fast and exciting. Okay. No. So I know not to invite you to a baseball game because it's not something you enjoy doing. But I know that because you've been very clear about that over the years. Okay? Right. Um, but if I invite you to go see um, a professional soccer game in Berlin, you'd probably say yes. Yeah. I'll pay for everything, right? Yes. I'll, I'll pay. For, there you go. Right. <laughs> right. So why? Because you you have informed me over time that these are the things you prefer. These are the things you don't like. That's right. what boundaries do. They make life so much easier. Right. Absolutely. But <laughs> to be able to do that, we have to be able to maintain those boundaries. And we have to That's say, right. you know, because using your example, you know, if, if I really did not want to go to a baseball game, but I was worried about what you would think about me. And so you asked me and I said, um, okay, you know, that would be great. Right. And, and I tried to, to fake it or, or whatever. Um, right. You know, I'm going to go and I'm not going to have a great, I'm not going to have a good time or it's going to, um, you know, there's going to be resentment. Like you said earlier, some resentment right. that, that'll build up because now I'm spending my time doing something that I'm not really interested in. Um, for and you. I'm worried. I know that you're not interested. I can tell that you're not enjoying yourself. Right. So then I start to worry about, oh, I shouldn't have done this. Then I feel guilty. That's the stress that we're talking about. Absolutely. So you avoid all that yeah. by having these clear, they don't have to be firm and hard boundaries, but they should be clear boundaries. Right. Mm -hmm. So so when, you, when you're trying to, to learn um, and recognize the boundaries of other people, <laughs> you want to look for some of those cues, some of those, um, some of those things that people say. Sometimes it's very up front, you know, mm -hmm. if somebody says, oh, I hate going to baseball games, it's a pretty good clue that that's a, a boundary. Um, <laughs> but you can also look for more subtle, more subtle cues um, as to where those boundaries are. Um, mm -hmm. But sometimes you just have to ask the other person. You're you know, not allowed to do that. Right? You're not allowed to do that. Right. That's right. It's better than, you know, many of us, because we're a little insecure, people will invite us to do things that we don't want to do. And we'll come up with some excuse. Oh, I'd really like to, but I have to do my nails that night. Or I'd really like to, but, you know, my kids are sick. It's, it's much easier. And over time, they'll get the message that every time you ask, you get some excuse. Okay. So, so eventually the other person says, oh, that must be a boundary. That must be something she doesn't really want to do. Wouldn't it be much easier to say, I don't go to baseball games. Well, hopefully they'll interpret it that way. What, what, many, um, what many people will interpret that as is they just don't want to be with, they don't want to spend time with me. They have a problem with me. And so right. they don't necessarily right. see it as a boundary. They see it as a personal issue. And That's right. then you get into relational problems. You, mm -hmm. you perfectly fine and very, you know, really enjoy that relationship. Um, but because you keep rejecting them, it's going to affect the relationship. And they personalize it. Whereas if you said up front, I don't go to baseball games, then right. it's nothing to do with me. Right. It's something that you do or do not like to do. Right. So that's where boundaries, that's where boundaries are so helpful. You know, they're, they're, they don't have to be, um, they don't have to be a way of keeping people out of your life, but they clarify who you are. 
Absolutely. And it, and it takes away all that other stuff that we struggle with. Definitely. And so before we, one of the important things that we really need to talk about as it relates to this is, is, is as it relates to protecting your own personal space. Right. right. Because, you know, like, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, many times people will come in to, to sessions with us and they'll say, you know, well, my, my wife keeps violating my boundaries or, you know, my, my friend keeps, you know, you know, crossing my boundaries and asking me or getting, trying to get me to do things that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they are often surprised. I think when we kind of share with them, no, um, we can't look at it that way. Right. Your boundaries are your responsibility. That's right. Other mm-hmm. people don't cross your boundaries. You, you allow them to, mm-hmm. you, you have, in that wall, that is your boundary. If you put a door in that wall, Right. People through that door. Mm-hmm. That's that's on that's on you. That's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so we have to shift that perspective because, and and look at ways that we can protect our own personal space and maintain our boundaries because, um, that's our responsibility. That's not that's right. we we can't blame other people for crossing boundaries that we allow them to cross. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't have to be an angry protection. Sure, Just as you have to clarify your own thinking and say, for example, I'm not a big fan of dinner parties where, where you go in and the meal is when you sit down and you talk. And, you know, I, I just don't like doing that. I need to move around. Uh, I don't mind picnics because you can move around, but I don't like formal dinners because they're, you know, so I have to be clear about that. Right. I have to say, I don't, I don't do that. It's something that I just don't do. Um, I'm not angry about it. I'm not saying, well, I have to protect my rights and I have to protect this. And I have. No, it's just, no, that's something I don't do. Thank you. But I don't do that. Right. And I, I think that is a good word to use. You have the right to have your own preferences. You have right. the right to, to protect yourself. Right. Um, because, you know, if, um, you know, if, if you tell, tell your partner, you know, I would like, you know, I had a really rough day. I would like, to, can I, can I just have, you know, 30 minutes to, you know, take a shower and mm-hmm. kind of unwind. And as soon as you close the door um, and they say, sure, sure. And as soon as you close the door, there's knocks at the door and the, and the person, they're letting the kids in and all this kind of, okay. I, I asked you for this, you know, um, mm-hmm. And it's, you know, I feel like I have the right to 30 minutes to, to unwind right. to, because that's what's going to allow me to have a good eat rest of my evening with you guys. Um, but if that is constantly violated, if it's constantly crossed, you, you have to have a, you have a choice of, of how you're going to respond to that. You can say, um, okay, come on in and, and, you know, let them cross that boundary. Or you can say, no. Um, I asked for this time. You were cool with this time. Um, so I'm going to ask you guys to wait for 30 minutes and, and then I'll talk with you and I'll be right. out in, in, at that time. Right. Um, but it's up to you to maintain that. And you have a right, right to do that. And again, it doesn't have to be done defensively. It right. doesn't have to be done with any frustration, with any anger. You, you just have to be firm um, and, and say, no, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I need to do right now. Right. right. And that's okay. If somebody did that to you, you'd be fine with it. Sure. If somebody said to you, I need 30 minutes. I'd say, fine. That, that's great. Okay. Rather than letting me in and resenting my presence. 
absolutely. And then if I did something that <clears throat> violated what I, what it is that I granted them or that I, I agreed right. with them, um, and they said, hey, you know, I thought that you said that I could have this time. Uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. I wasn't even recognizing mm-hmm. that that's what I was doing. Sorry about that. We'll, let's start the time over. And, you, you know, um, right. but that's how that's communication that helps um, relationships be mm-hmm. to be healthy. Right. Um, right. So it is important that we know our rights, you know, because right. we, we all have <clears throat> individual rights that, that we all share. That's right. And that's when, when we talk about how do you determine your boundaries? What, one of them is, what are your rights? Well, you have a right to privacy. You have a right to um, a schedule. You have a right to, of your personal space. You know, you have a right to decide who touches you and who doesn't touch you. Um, there are certain rights that all of us have. Okay? Right. So setting a boundaries is thinking about the rights that you have. I have a right to relax. I have a right to go to bed when I'm when I when when it's my bedtime. These are these are rights that all of us have. Okay? Right. Yeah, and we, we have the right to say no without yeah. having to feel guilty about it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We have the right. And then, um, yeah. Then also trust your gut. When, yeah. when So how do I set a boundary? Well, if somebody asks me to do something, and I get all twisted up inside, it's probably a pretty clear signal that that's something I don't want to do. And so you have to trust your instincts. Trust your gut, trust your feelings. And if you start to get these body sensations that something's just not quite right, you have to trust that. You have to trust your gut. Right. Absolutely. So, and you have to know your values. The third thing is you got to know your values. What are your values? Absolutely. Um, is, is this something you is this something that's within your value system or not? Right. And so when it when it comes to, to values, you know, you, you do want to be a little bit careful, right? Because you can't um, you can't have so many it, maybe it sounds weird to say it this way. You don't want to have so many ba- so many values that again it becomes these walls that close you in so small that nobody else can be around. You know, I, I it, it you know if you have a particular religious value, for example, a particular religious perspective, and you tell yourself that I'm not going to talk to anybody else unless they have this same value, right. well, you're closing yourself off to probably most of the population. That's right. right. So, so you do have to be careful when you're when you're thinking about those values and how you're going to then enforce them as mm-hmm. part of your boundaries. Right. Right. Yeah. And again, you don't have to be offensive. Right. Your, and many people are. Those, well, I never do that. You know, you can tolerate other people. It doesn't mean it does. You can still have boundaries right. and still be tolerant of other people. Right. Okay. Absolutely. It's not that you have to shove everybody who doesn't share your values out of your life. You just have to know what your values are. Absolutely. And it, it's a nature, the nature of how we form relationships, because right. if you, um, you know, there are those who share a lot of the same values and views mm-hmm. and perspectives with you, that relationship is going to be very different than with a person who maybe only shares one or two values with, or, right. and, and preferences with you. And that's okay. You know, mm-hmm. you can have a different relationship with this person versus a relationship with this person. Right. Those relationships can be very different and that's okay. And mm-hmm. they're partially based upon where your boundaries are. Right. You can't, you're not going to be able to have the same level of relationship with everyone in your life. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work that way. Exactly. Because you have different, you may have different boundaries with, in different locations. Right. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And so what are your, so you talk about your basic rights. Okay. And one of the great sentences that 
I stumbled on when doing this. So we, we talk about the right to say no. Okay, that's a right that all of us have. Somebody wrote, no is a complete sentence. Right. You don't have to add anything. You don't right. have to add anything. I never thought of it that way. But no is a complete sentence. Mm-hmm. You don't have to justify. You don't have to rationalize. You don't have to explain. No says it all. No, is, it's a no. You know, it's what we do with children. No. Because when you start justifying it, you say, no, I don't have time. And then the person can say, like a good salesman, oh, no, we can make time. No, I don't, I'm not here. No, we can take care of that. Mm-hmm. So the more you try to explain, the more you open yourself to persuasion. And so just leave it at no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Even if they, it, you know, then the other person pushing for more information, for more of an explanation now, that's where you're getting into a situation where they're starting to work to cross that boundary. And so that's where your choice is. No, I can't, I'm not going to be able to do that. Right. Okay, but, but why? What's going on? I, I'm just not going to be able to go. Um, maybe we can do it a different time. Or maybe we can think of something else to do another weekend. Um, well, what are you doing this weekend? <clears throat> no, I, I'm just not going to be able to go. Um, right. you, and you, you, you can stick to that without allowing that boundary to be crossed. But again, that's on you that that's our responsibility to maintain our boundary yeah and and if you're prone to that kind of thing then you need to think about that give it some thoughts say okay how can i protect myself from being persuaded to do things being talked into things that i don't really want to do right okay? and that's what we talk about being mindful all right so you you have a right to say no you have to trust your gut and the third one is what are your values and one of the one of the interesting activities that you might want to do when it comes to your values, one, um, one author said, well, first of all, make a list of 10 things that you believe in, okay? What are, these are 10 values that I hold, okay? And then he said, narrow that 10 to five. Mm-hmm. And you can even narrow that five to three. You know, these are the things, so these are the three or four, three or four or five values that are truly important to you. Okay, then you can build boundaries based on those values. Right. But again, you've given it thought. You've thought about it, you've been mindful, and you have very, you're very clear in your own mind, where are my values? Okay? Right. I think drinking, drinking is one of those things that it's one of those ambival- ambivalent areas where you say, well, um, there are many people who um, I don't drink and I don't want to be around anybody who does drink. Right. Well, you can be around me because I don't drink to excess. We right. can still have a relationship. I'm not violating any of your boundaries. I'm not going to get drunk. I'm not going to become obnoxious. I'm not going to invade your space. So you can be with me, even though I might have a drink or two. Okay. So clarify your values, but do it in a very mindful way. Don't you say, well, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to associate with anybody who drinks. A lot of people drink in moderation and they're nice to be with. Right. I, I, absolutely. And and when you start thinking about the number of people that you start cutting out of your life, when you right. see some of those really um, such so rigid boundaries based upon some of those values, you start really getting into um, problems of carving up your life in such a right. way that you're, you're living in this very narrow area right. um, that re- restricts you. Um, That's right. So, That's right. And because if you start saying, well, I'm not going to associate with, this person or this person or this person or this person, you not only narrow your focus down to just a handful of people, but you're also missing out on what these other people might add to your life. Right. You know, it might be 
it, it might be this group that helps you um, um, move your furniture when the time comes, okay? It, they may bring other things to your life. When you're sick, they may be the ones who stay with you and don't talk and they just sit there and are true volunteers, okay? So, so you're, you're, you're leaving people out that you may really want to have, be involved in your life. Uh, absolutely. Okay. So, so, so the goal yeah, is, setting, is to set without offending. Set, setting without offending. Is, is, that's the key to this thing. How do you set your boundaries and maintain them without offending others? Right. And, and one of the first ways or best ways to do that is being assertive through the use of I statements. Right. You know, making it, you, you have to be personal for yourself about it. Um, it's not, you make me angry when you do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's all about that person. You don't make me angry. Right. I'm angry. I get angry. Right. You don't make me angry. Right. And so you, you have to make it into I statements about, That's right. make it about yourself. Right. I get angry when you do that. Now you're, you're said to the other person, you've been very clear about how you feel. I get angry. I get sad, I get tearful, whatever, when you blank. Now you've been very clear about yourself to the other person. Now it's up to the other person to decide if they want to do anything about that. Right. I've given, I've, I've said to you what bothers me. Now, and it's, now it's, and you don't have to say that, but now it's up to the other person to decide what they're going to do about your feelings. Right. And, and, or how they're going to respond to that. Because if I say, I get angry when you interrupt me, mm-hmm. or I get angry when I'm interrupted, what I'm, I'm telling you that I'm going to get angry if that happens. Now, if, if right. you do that again, or if you continue to do that, then I'm going to get angry because I'm right. telling you that this mm-hmm. is how I'm, I will respond to that. Right. Um, but again, it's my, I, I'm taking ownership of that. Um, mm-hmm. I can't stop you. I can't make you do anything. Right. But I can tell you how I'm going to respond or how I might respond in that right. kind of circumstance. Right. Mm-hmm. And be so very I'm being clear, right? I'm being clear about where my boundary is, how you make me feel. In other words, I'm not blaming you for this. Right. It's not you doing this to me. I'm telling you how it makes me feel when you do that. Okay. Now it's up to you. Now it's up to the other person. And if the other person cares enough about you or the relationship, they will at least consider your request. They may not change, but at least they know what your expectation is. That's being clear. So I statements are are very effective ways to make your boundaries known to other people. Right. And and again, it will be on you to maintain that so that if that person continues to do that, they don't respect what you're telling them and they don't, um, make any adjustments or, or they continue to try to violate that, then, then you have a decision to make. Mm-hmm. Do I want to continue to interact with this person who's going to continue to right. try mm-hmm. to press my boundaries or do I change my boundary? Right. You know, exactly. That's your choice. That's really mm-hmm. the only choice you have. Right. I, I guess the third choice is to let it to, to, to feel like you're keeping your boundary and letting the person violate it so that you just keep getting angry. Right. The third option. Right. Um, but that's it. That's, that's what you got. Right. Exactly. And, but again, it's yours. Right. And the thing about boundaries is it's your way 
of telling the world, this is who I am. These right. are the things that I'll do. These are things I don't do. These are things I value. These are things I don't value. Um, it, it, it clarifies who I am. Right. And, it, and it makes me, it puts me in charge of my life. Right. And then I'm not imposed on by other people. Right. Absolutely. I've had many people who, who have, I'm sure we all do. We all have people who impose themselves on us and we always resent it. Right. You know, even if we go along, we always resent it. Well, resentment is not healthy, you know, so, so do what you need to do to avoid becoming resentful. Um, absolutely. Now, now we've talked about the importance of saying no. And, and again, I like what you said about that. No is a complete sentence. Um, but another way that we sort of um, set our boundaries without offending others is really just our own thing, the only, our own things that we can do to, to safeguard our spaces, um, our, our space, our time, our possessions. We, again, it's on us to safeguard those things. Right. If you want to spend the afternoon just kind <laughs> of vegging out on the couch and watching Netflix, if I then ask you to come to work and do something or come help me move or something like that, um, what you do with that time is your business. So if right. you say yes, even though you don't really want to, um, I'm not violating that boundary. You're, you're loosening that boundary. You're, you're putting a door in that wall. You're, you're loosening the boundary. You had, a, you, had a, you had a firm boundary, but you've loosened it a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. And sometimes you may want to do it, but you, what you need to know is you're doing that. You're loosening the boundary. Right. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to, if, if you said no, mm-hmm. you have the right to say no without feeling guilty. Right. You exactly. can say no. All right. Well, no, I, you know, thanks. Um, you, you know, you're going to, you don't want to feel guilty about it later. That Oh, you know, I just sat home and watched Netflix all day. You might've had a really long, hard work week and you just need time to, to recuperate. That's fine. Right. Um, you know that phrase, you know, you say possessions, you know, um, if you don't want to lend your stuff to other people, mm-hmm. then you, you can say no. And, right. and it's very soon you say, no, you know, uh, I'll, I'll tell you why. I've, I've lent things to other people and they come back broken or they don't get returned or, you know, I'm always so I have just found it easier not to lend possessions to other people. And then that's the end of the discussion. It's not personal. It's not that I don't like you. Right. It's not that I don't trust you. It's that it's just something I don't do. I don't lend my stuff to other people. Right. Okay? And that's all it takes. And then it's not personal. I'm, I'm just like this with everybody. Absolutely. Okay? All right. And you do the same thing with time. Yeah. Protect your time. If you need alone time, if you need vacation time, um, if you need time to go through emails or not go through emails. I mean, you have to be able to say, yeah. um, I'm not going to go through email. Sunday's a holiday. Um, Monday is a holiday. And if you decide not to work that day, you can put up a banner that says, I will be out of the office on September the 6th. Yeah. Okay? You're, so people know not to expect anything from you that day. Right. Um, we have bled, we have bled uh, work time and, and personal time. You know, there are people who they don't they don't have a distinction anymore. Right. They're available seven days a week, and they're available when they're on vacation. Um, they're always available, yeah, via email, and uh, and you have to again. It's a boundary you need to think about. It. You need to set. Absolutely, there's a wonderful movie that has Robin Williams in it, and it's a they're in a camper. I've forgotten the name of the movie, but 
all through this family camping trip, he's in touch with his employer because they're trying to get this contract. And the whole movie is about he's supposed to be on vacation, but he's sneaking around doing business. It works out in the end, but it's a wonderful um, it's a wonderful look at this um, mixing work life with family life. Absolutely. If you and if you're having a hard time with any of this, you know, hard time saying no, a hard time protecting those boundaries or protecting that your time and possessions and and things, um, get get some help. You know, it, it is a skill that can be built. Um, right. So get a coach, get a get a therapist, get a support person right. going to help you make some of those decisions and work through how to be more assertive uh, with that. Right. And this is a wonderful time to uh, work with a professional, somebody who understands these, these boundary issues, because it is a skill. There's nothing wrong with you. It's not, you know, you don't have a diagnosis or anything. You just need a little help. So you're not, you're not getting therapy as such. You're getting, uh, you have a mentor, you have a coach, you have somebody who's going to help you. You know, if you wanted to go learn how to hit a backhand in tennis, you go hire somebody like a coach. Well, this is the same thing. This is a skill you need to learn. So you're not going to therapy. You're going to, um, you're going to a coach, think of it as a coach to learn this skill that you don't possess or that you want to, that you want to improve. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of uh, links in the show notes. Uh, that will uh, give you some more information, kind of uh, share a little bit about, you know, some of the things that we talked about, but, you know, think about your boundaries, think about what you want your boundaries, where you want your boundaries to be set, um, be thoughtful about it, you know, weigh in, um, you know, your values and, you know, your relationships and weigh, weigh in all those things. And, but when you set your boundaries, you know, do it mindfully and do it, um, you know, thoughtfully. They're your boundaries. Right. You have a right to set them where you, they need to be for you. Who right. are you? Where do you want your boundaries to be? And then just maintain those gently. They don't have to be maintained with any vigor or anger or frustration. Just know who you are. Learn to say no. It's okay to say no. I would rather, and I'm, I'm sure everybody agrees, I would rather somebody say no, mm-hmm. just no, and then, then it's clear. Um, than, than to do something that they, they don't really want to do and then to resent me for. Absolutely. Definitely. All right. Well, I think that's it for today then. Um, until next time. Enjoy your holidays, everyone. But yes. <laughs> until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid.